to your regular podcast called Knowledge Empowers. As always with you is me, Kat. Anyaseyo. Then we have Baruš. Hello, hello, hello. And we have Kolač. Good morning, everyone. Guys, yes. uh, last time, I don't mean like really last, last time, but last time we spoke about an emotion called fear. And I remembered when I was a teenager, I had, and I still like remember it, I had this huge anger in me. I don't know why I was angry, <laughs> why I had it, but I just remember that all my teenage years, I was an angry teenager, but I have no idea like why. And even I pity people that were around me and literally had to deal with me. It had to be horrible. And I remember <laughs> my aunt telling me, when you were 13, you were such a horrible kid. <laughs> so how about today we discuss a little bit the emotion called anger? No. <laughs> Do you feel angry now? Uh, hold on, I shouldn't start laughing. I should be like, what do you mean? No. <laughs> so what is anger? Kolač, tell us what is anger? An emotion. Wow. <laughs> and that's the end of our podcast yeah. for today. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Have a nice day. You are oh, the mo most wisest person from emotional point of view. So why are we angry? Well, the anger, the emotion comes uh, from within our mind, usually. You know, it's amygdala who's triggering these emotions. And it's caused because your values are attacked. Your status, your autonomy, something within you is triggered. Some of your experience or something like that. And... The response of your body is that I need to fight it. I need to fight for myself. I need to fight for my value. That's the thing here. And you want to overcome the situation in terms of you get aroused, you get this energy within you and you're prepared to fight. So sometimes I notice, well, anger and sadness, they are close to each other in terms of it's not that they are similar, but some, some people when they are triggered by same situation, one will become angry and another one will become sad. Or even in Sarah model, they are on both on, on that Sarah model, right? Anger and sadness. Sadness is in Kubler-Ross model. There is this anger and sadness and because there is loss, they're dealing with loss. Yes, uh, yes. Yeah, it, so, it could happen that you go either through anger or through sadness. And it's because if you can't fight it, and if you can't gain it, you will be sad because you are not able to, because you're dealing with loss. You lost something, you know, mm. you lost your privilege or something. So you need to S deal with so that. So there is this, this element of helplessness, like that's, that's why we don't become angry and instead become sad. Is that why? When it comes, we were talking also about the change um, model. So yeah, if you can't get it, the only way, if you don't receive something, the only the, there is this opposite that you're losing something. So you know, mm -hmm. it's it's connected. Like if I can't fight for it, if I'm not able to get it for any purpose, any reason, I'm gonna lose it. So I need to deal with the loss itself. Mm -hmm. 
So why was Kat angry when she was 13? When I was I teenager, it started <laughs> like from 13 and until, pff, I don't know, 17. <laughs> Maybe Kat can answer. I, no. I don't know. I really don't know. Could, could it just be hormones in this case? It could. I literally right now, I only still remember just the feeling like I was angry. There could be various reasons. I mean, uh, there is this triquist theory, which talks about four uh, goals of misbehavior. And one of them is that you want to get revenge or that you want to get the attention. One of them is attention. The other one is revenge, a power struggle and uh, learned helplessness or like mm -hmm. unable to do something. And we talked about it in a previous episode. So it could be that you remember some of those stages when, you know, you were fighting with the teacher and you were fighting for the power or with the adult that I'm better you know, at this moment, or I know better. So it could be one of those power struggles or revenge that somebody did, did something to you and you were trying to repay them. So that could be the anger there. But, you know, looking back at the 13, you know, that, that could be anything basically. Too far away. <laughs> Can't remember. <laughs> Baruch, when was, when was the last time you were angry? Last week. I, I oh. honestly feel like like this is my angriest um, period. Uh, angriest. This is my angriest period uh, of my life. I don't know if it's because of COVID. I feel like everybody's going crazy, and it's you know, <laughs> it's making me mad. Really, you can you can already hear it in my voice. Like <laughs> uh, so, yeah. I think. I feel like sometimes, as, as you said, maybe like challenging status quo, but I feel maybe my anger comes from a feeling that I'm like becoming too far away from other people. Like I'm kind of being removed from the people that I thought I knew, but I don't anymore. So yeah, it's, it's kind of like my world is changing. I, I don't, I, I cannot accept it. So I'm becoming angry. So ah. I think, I think that's why. Collage, be careful. Next time she starts screaming at us. <laughs> no, actually like you two guys are the only people that I feel like are at the same path as, as me, or at, at least like very close. <laughs> I'm to change that. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I can totally imagine that suddenly Baruch appears on uh, on every monitor of us and he's like, you know, strangling us. <laughs> With a hockey mask on my face. Oh, no. <laughs> With a machete. <laughs> so, Kolaj, when was, when was your last time that you were angry? Well, it depends uh, on the level of anger we are talking about because, you know, it could go from annoyance to like a mm -hmm. rage, a fury. Uh, when we are talking about the annoyance, it's like three times a day, four times a day, because you know, you come across something which is annoying you, you know, like, okay, like Barry said, like, this is stupid. And that's already anger telling me like, okay, this is my value uh, and I need to fight for it or I need to overcome it or something like that to deal with it in, in a way. So that's why 
it's natural for me to feel anger and it's natural to any, for anyone uh, to mm -hmm. feel angry at a certain degree. It's a great motivation for us to do something, you know, like to fight for ourselves or to improve things. So for that three, four times a day, why not? Yesterday it was like three, four times, I think. <laughs> why not? I mean, that's natural yeah, that's... reaction, you know? So before we move to some kind of solutions, how to handle anger, is there anything else that we need to understand about this emotion? Well, do you consider anger a good or bad emotion? Uh, I know this is a tricky question. <laughs> we, we already got this one, so I, I won't get tricked. But uh, honestly, it depends because at least in my case, uh, I think it depends on how I handle it. Most of the time, I don't handle it that well, or well, depends. If I if I just try to suppress it, is it good reaction? Is it healthy? Is it good, bad? I don't know. When you are talking about suppression, what do you mean by that? I try to ignore that I I or I try to forget that I have that feeling of anger. Um. I'm thinking of situation when I'm driving a car and I get angry of other drivers. And in that case, I, I, I see my anger as a good thing because yeah, I, I will start swearing or do things inside of my car, but I don't do anything, let's say worse than that. You know, for example, would bump with my car to the other or would get out of the car and start beating the other driver, you know, like that because I can release the anger inside of my car, not harming anyone, just like really releasing it. Uh, I think it's good versus what Baruch said, suppressing it. And if you do it for a longer period of time, it might have some health effects, maybe weakening your heart or, you know, whatever. So there I see it as a, as a good thing in a safe environment inside of my car. <laughs> Unless there is someone with me in the car, I need to listen to that. <laughs> but um, good or bad. I, I see more if I, if I go through my past that I don't get angry that fast as I used to, uh, because of all the knowledge that I gained and I'm applying it, you know, if situation like that happened and I, and I, if I do self-reflection, I would say, Hmm, interestingly or interesting enough, I handled the situation this way versus numerous years back. I would just like, you know, blow up. So then I feel proud of myself. So how much I, I uh, progressed. So it's funny, like for me, I get angrier faster than before because of the knowledge that I gained. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently it's not enough. So <laughs> and here we come, ba Baruch. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> My name is Barbara. Do not call me Barush. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> and then you slowly crawl back. <laughs> yes, Kolach. The funny thing is that when you're talking, that you are not triggered so easily. 
And the thing is that it, it sounds to me like one of the things we just described in this anatomy books, and that's first, all the input goes through the amygdala. So you hear things, see things, and amygdala does the emotional trigger. After all this input, only after, goes to prefrontal cortex. So it goes to the frontal part of your brain uh, where it can be processed on a rational level. So you can, there is where the decision-making uh, is located, but it, but it gets there in terms of seconds later. So if you learn how to postpone your emotional trigger for those two seconds, you give your prefrontal cortex two seconds to react and you can reevaluate the situation and then you be, then you will be exactly like, ah, that's interesting that this is actually triggering within me and I can decide how I'm going to react on that. And you can deal with the emotion in a different way. Mm -hmm. Is this the only way to handle anger? Like, like manage your amygdala, basically? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because is, amygdala is, there, is triggering is there another the... Way? To, to what is the hormone that uh, triggers when you like we know if you are stressed it's adrenaline what, what's anger do we know when you're stressed it's cortisol mostly oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, cortisol. When, when you are angry there is a combination uh, of several catechocholamines and most of them are adrenaline and uh, dopamine oh. because you want to you have Dopamine is there for the motivation to get what you want. Mm -hmm. Adrenaline is to pump your body and prepare for all this arousal and mm -hmm. fight and everything like that. So those are the two main parts of it. So for me, the solution is to, and these two are very strong hormones, to do some hard physical thing. So either go running or start uh, pulling some very heavy weights to get rid of those hormones too lower down the anger i i do you are going to suggest drugs some are on <laughs> 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 a previous episode <laughs> well yeah drugs will stop you releasing those hormones so yeah that, that's a possibility you know i think i think that the medical prescriptions are possibilities for people who are uh, in a constant aerosol or in this mm -hmm. uh, really like uh, short fuse let's say and because it can lead to blood pressure problems and heart problems. So, yeah, if you have this constant rage, but that's like clinical now, talking mm -hmm. clinical rage. So, yeah, th there is a possibility for cephalata, you know, to, to stabilize you. Uh, when it comes to what you said, the exercises, I think that it can help you release some of the pressure, but it won't help you manage the anger at the moment. Like if your value is triggered, you will have a better punch or kick in this moment because you will be trained. It can lower your general uh, general uh, level of angry, yep. angriest, but when it comes to triggers, like, okay, cat, this is not possible, or, you know, we want these benefits, your trigger will be still there and you will be triggered and you will be triggered and your response will be strong as well still yeah. yeah i was like really talking about you are right now angry what to do with that but not on a long-term solution how do you want to handle it if it appears if it appears again so yeah so what would be the difference between suppressing anger and this kind of just management don't, just don't don't suppress it suppressing ignoring it is not good 
Now imagine it as a balloon. Like you are constantly blowing a balloon. You're putting air inside again and again and again. What will happen if you continuously put more and more air into it? It bursts. Yep. And that's basically what will happen with you as well. The same goes if you, if the balloon is too big and suddenly something really sharp comes in. You blow, mm -hmm. you, you burst. That's usually what happens if people suppress anger too much and then something small comes and they totally turn into fury and rage and you're looking like what just happened here, you know? Like, but it can be also not only that you behave in fury, but it can have the other effects like suddenly you get a heart attack or or like this worst worst stuff one is of course you can totally blow up and suddenly people see like whoa i never seen her like in a rage lab but it can also have a different kind of effect yeah. mm -hmm. so so the first step is to acknowledge it and that's with every emotion the first time the first step is to acknowledge i'm angry i'm afraid i'm stressed i'm furious whatsoever acknowledging is the first step to actually release the tension that's thing here or to already start thinking about what i'm supposed to do next or how to deal with the emotion so suppressing it like oh i don't feel angry i don't feel sadness because if you suppress one of the emotions every other emotion will be suppressed so suddenly if you're suppressing anger you can't be happy because you're suppressing one of the emotions and that's not possible to balance so far unfortunately so acknowledging it and then you go with the with the discussion okay so i feel angry because da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. and that gives you more and more control of how and what you want to do so this is basically a two-step process if we had it's, it's much more steps but where the most efficient is the first step any other step up uh, after is just additional value it's interestingly what you've said about uh acknowledge it or acknowledgement when we, i just realized when we are on our motorbikes and last time uh happened a situation when michael is in front because he's the navigator and I, i'm at the back driving and we are connected with this communicator and uh, he got angry on something on the road and he started to like swear. And I realized that I don't feel on motorbike, let's say that comfortable as I'm in car, like literally in car it's like for me, everything is automatic because I keep driving for more than 22 years, but with motorbike handling, like where I need to like touch, what I need to do with my legs, hands, my brain, I need to watch other cars, that I get his emotion uh, are sort of like mirrored on me and it just makes, makes it even worse for me to then handle. And I literally had to like, I acknowledged it like, oh my God, I have this weird feeling. And then I had to ask Michal if he could stop doing that because it was too much for me to handle everything around and then the emotion on on top of that that i am not in that level when i'm able to cope with it and so he's now very careful like if he is angry he rather turn off the communicator just so he can uh you know blow it out but we, not me hearing it 
So it's very interesting. That was the like almost a situation where I really know how I acknowledged it that mm -hmm. and, and what kind of emotions it triggered in me and how difficult it was for me to then handle the whole situation with physically everything, the environment around and the emotions. So it was a very interesting situation to observe. So it's a good thing to acknowledge those things. Mm -hmm. Safety first. <laughs> <laughs> Don't become angry at the motorbike. <laughs> Yeah, and you, you've done more than just acknowledge it, you know, like you, you've started to find a long-term solutions. Okay. So like how to break it off, how to tune it out, how to avoid the situation altogether, or just, you know, like if Michal is angry, take your time alone, you know, um, mm. because emotions are catchy. You, you can catch anger, you can catch sadness whatsoever. So yeah. Go there, be there alone, self-regulate yourself, and then come back because you know it can. It's it's uh, dangerous for us to be on these motorbikes being angry together. So, yeah, that's totally normal. So let's sum up some solutions. Barush said two steps, but you then said it's there are two more steps. So one is acknowledge it, right? And then all the other are bonus steps. Yep. <laughs> Like, if you, if you acknowledge it, if you do the first step, that's the best you can do. And any other, anything else you do is just great, you know, like, but if you can acknowledge it, it's the basic stepping stone for everything. And I, I'm just going to say one more thing that, uh, if you are angry, please do not write emails in this stage, uh, as we are in corporation, save it and then come back to that email one day later <laughs> and rewrite it because at the end you would harm your own brand and you don't want that mm -hmm. and also if you sit in open space where other colleagues can see you and you are not able to really handle your anger go outside go leave go for walk but because even if it's your current situation and you know how to handle it it can harm your brand and you don't want your colleagues to like see it like they can see you are mad but leave the space go outside get get rid of it then come back yeah you need to remove yourself from the situation from the visual audio input which you which triggered the emotion and you need a break of about 20 to 30 minutes for the hormones to get actually outside of your body to to stop reacting towards that uh, otherwise you can be you will be still in the emotion also, it's helpful if you don't see or react to the same trigger again, uh, the same way, and you will tr and try to find a, uh, something else, some other way how to respond, because you will end up in spiral that, oh, this is angry and I'm angry. Oh, this is angry and I'm angry. Oh, this is angry and I'm still angry, you know, and you will be in the spiral. spiral. Guys, if you have other solutions or strategies that you applied for your anger management, Write this down in a comment. Uh, let us know. Uh, we are super interested in, in others' solutions uh, because the more we share, the better human beings we can uh, become. And with that, I'm going to say Sukuhasha Smida. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye bye. This podcast represents our own opinions, experience, and our own ideas. We do not represent any official statement from our employers. And this is not their official channel representing the company.